here today to talk with you a little about uh, the math process standards. So we're super excited because we've never done a podcast like this before. And so we're going to give this a shot and roll through all eight of these process standards. So um, this is just number one of the eight, right? Uh, we're looking at process standard one, and that is uh, making sense of problems and persevere in solving them. And this is something that we've been talking about for quite a while now, but we've got some resources we want to share with you. Yeah, so as you think through all these process standards um, and how we approach math, the first one really tackles that first step of solving problems and, and really finding out what's being asked, what information is given, what do you notice already in the problem, and what is it that we're trying to find. Um, and so to kind of navigate through this, as Sandy mentioned, we have some resources we're going to highlight. One of them being everyone has Go Math that they're using in their classroom. So in your planning guide, you can find several uh, prompter questions to, to highlight this um, making sense process standard. Um, so we're going to reference those throughout this. And also... We have a couple of books. Uh, one of them is Putting the Practices into Action. It's a little bit older, um, but it's by Susan O'Connell and John Sangiovini. And he, they have done a pretty good job of laying out most uh, of the things that we really think are important with the problem, with the process standards. We also found five practices for orchestrating productive math discussions by Margaret Smith and Mary Kay Stein. That book is going to be uh, super beneficial as we go forward and have that conversation about when we need to talk about math and why talking about math is important. So it all really comes down to this very first one and making sense, because if we can't make sense of the problems, it's going to be hard to uh, get past the fact that we're not just teaching a skill, we're teaching them how to approach problems and then also how to interpret answers once, once we get those. And so this making sense is pretty crucial to that whole development. And then also along with it, it talks about persevering. Uh, while we're solving them. And so the kids have to develop that stamina with math, just like they would with reading, to be able to work through some of those longer um, thought out problems. And so that makes me think of a quote from Ms. O'Connell and Mr. San Giovanni. Uh, Believing it's possible to solve a problem, recognizing that confusion is part of the process, and discovering that persistence pays off are all components of a positive problem solving disposition. I think that sums up that process standard pretty well. And then it helps us to think about, well, struggle, productive struggle, is something that we really want to see in our students. But how do we get there? And persevering really isn't getting at, uh, I'm going to persevere through these 20 problems. It's I'm going to have this rich contextual problem that I can may struggle with, as Sandy said, um, and I may try some things that don't work at the fir at first, but that just tells me I'm going to reorganize my strategy and, and approach it a different way. So some things that we think about when we're planning instruction are just how do our activities allow students to solve problems? Are we giving them open-ended tasks? Are they things that they can all start with? Is there a starting point for all students, not just for the middle few? Um, do we ask students to talk and write about the problems as they solve them? Are we providing them with opportunities to 
think about their solution and then go back into the problem and see if their solution makes sense in terms of the problem, not just, hey, did you get the right answer? And so a good reflection to this is, am I making sense of the problems or am I encouraging my students to make sense of the problems? And that comes through what questions I'm asking of them. For instance, am I asking them, what's another way to solve it? Or what operation should I choose for this problem? Or am I giving that information? And that's a very tough distinction in the classroom. You, you want to support your students, right? And as soon as they start to struggle, it's like, no, 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 I can help you with this. That's why I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. But that productive struggle piece is so important because the learning that occurs through the struggle not shut down, but through a productive struggle is so much more valuable than learning that occurs through just sitting and taking in. Yeah, and I think another big issue or struggle, if you will, is for us to, and I think we'd all agree that a student sees a problem and there's so much information that's given in that problem, so what do we do with it? And so that's that's a big focus in this process standard is how do what, what do I do with that information that's given to me and how do I interpret that into what I need to do in order to be to approach this problem so mr. Davidson if I were a teacher in a classroom and I noticed that my students were having a hard time um, understanding the problem what are some things that you would do to help me make sense of this with my students uh, well one is I would be more question than than information giving at first. Um, Let me give you an example. If we were presented a word problem, and just think about this situation. If we had this word problem, but we didn't ask the question at the end, because word problems always come with the question at the end, how many apples do we have, or how how many more does Jane have than Adam? And so what if we took that question off and just asked them, what question could we ask about this problem? And so if students are coming up with the question of, of what's this information giving us or what am I wondering about this information, then they start to make sense of it on their own, whether, uh, and, and it's it's not so much focused on how do I solve the problem, it's more what am, I, what am I wondering about this, first of all. And that's the buy-in piece that we always look for, right? That hook, you say, oh, how do we get students mm-hmm. to really buy in? Well, if we give them a context and ask them what they're wondering about, then that opens them to think about different ways that they could find that answer and a lot of times the questions that they come up with are the questions that were in the book and are much deeper than the questions that were in the book absolutely and another good strategy maybe to approach this particular process standard of making sense of problems is what if i don't give them all the information what if i leave a number out and so now it becomes the question of if if you had this information could you solve the problem And if you did, how would you solve the problem? Or what other information would you need to solve the problem? And so once again, it it takes the focus off the answer or the solution and it puts really on what's the process involved for getting to 